The Lord spoke to me and told me some things. He said, you'll begin to write with a new anointing. And through the music and through the singing as you minister forth, my anointing will flow out from you. Those who believe that and receive that anointing will be healed in their body. Financial need will be met. Harmony will come to the home. The yoke of bondage will be broken because it's the anointing that breaks the yoke. I'm David Engels, and this is the Hour of Anointing. this place from a dry thirsty land a drifter at heart with no definite plans but words of a song from a small Jesus band turned one wasted life all around I found an oasis of love the pastures are green year round a new Life is mine with peace from above. I found that oasis of love. There's food for the hungry, joy for the sad, a home for the homeless, kids, moms, and dads. It may not appear your exacting ideal, but it's all that I needed. It's for real. I found that oasis of love The pastures are green year-round A new life is mine with peace from above I found that oasis of love occasion in Houston, Texas at the Lakewood Church, Brother John Osteen stood before his congregation and said, folks, now when strangers or newcomers come in here, let's not treat them like strangers. Well, let's show them the God kind of love. Let's show them that agape God kind of love that we have on the inside of us. Let's just love them to life. 
We want them to know that when they come here, they've found an oasis of love in a troubled world. Let's be that oasis of love. I found an oasis of love. The pastures are green year-round. A new life is mine with peace from above. I found an oasis of love. I found a little course poem that I wrote. You know, I'll get to studying in a study book, and I find a nice uh, open page, and I'll just sometimes take an opportunity to write uh, a little song poem or something that will maybe uh, get into song form in the near future or distant future. <laughs> uh, it says, if you don't brag on Satan, he'll not hang around. If you don't reveal his crooked deals, he just won't be found. I'm not saying he'll not try to throw his trash on you. And then you can finish the other two lines. <laughs> because I didn't. But that's just something that I, I like to do. I've, I've got notes everywhere. I've got them in my shirt pocket. I've got notes in sacks. I've got notes up the side of my Bible, the little margin there, and the leaf of them. And, and I just think it's great to make notes. And, and one day I felt real good about that because I was reading an article about uh, some graduates from Harvard University a number of years ago. And uh, they noticed that the top 6% of the class all made longhand notes. And they checked on these persons 10 years after they had graduated from Harvard. And uh, all of these persons here were still excelling in business and in industry and in professional services. And all of them were still making longhand notes. And I thought, well, I feel real good about making all those notes that I've got around in sacks and things. Instrument rated for discouragement. Dr. Roy Hicks wrote a book one time called Ready or Not, Here Comes Trouble. Now, it's not a negative book, but it's just a point that, that trouble's going to come. Uh, because Satan, uh, there is a devil. Uh, we're not going to brag on him, as we said earlier in that little song poem. But we've got to reveal that there is a Satan, there is a devil, and that he's come to steal and to kill and to destroy. That's what John 10.10 10 talks about. The thief cometh not but for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. And one of the prime things the devil tries to steal is your joy. For that you do, you do not have joy, you are not joyful. And uh, recently an article in a local paper related what happens to people when they succumb to discouragement. Well, when they're discouraged, people quit their jobs, and in so doing, they'll forfeit many years of seniority. They'll walk away from a fairly healthy marriage. Young people will take to the streets and to drugs because of the terrible storms of depression. Sickness with diverse symptoms that baffle the physician will result from these attacks. And the most extreme depression sometimes ends even in suicide. Realizing that this attack comes to us all, ready or not, uh, it's a good idea to have a message to help the oppressed people. Uh, we can go to Webster's Dictionary to see how the word was defined, that is the word discouragement, to find a comparable word in the Bible, and or just the word depressed is what I want to look at. The word depressed means to be flattened vertically or dispirited. And now you know why you don't want to get up in the morning. <laughs> The word in the Bible that answers to this definition is heaviness. It expresses sorrow, burden, and something hard to endure. We've all had this feeling of heaviness when we've been depressed. Now, Proverbs chapter 12, verse 25 talks about that heaviness in the heart of man maketh it stoop. 
You know what stoop means? It means to be crouched over. But a good word maketh it glad. The Jerusalem Bible translated this to read, Worry makes a man's heart heavy. You know, a, a troubled mind, a heavy heart, worry makes a man's heart heavy. A kindly word makes it glad. Uh, here's another translation. Uh, heavy means care, or there's, there's excess amount of care that we have so much care on us. Another translation uh, of the word uh, depressed, we've got heaviness, and then we've talked about heavy. Uh, it means heavy to mean, uh, another word for it is sorrow, sorrow of the heart. And then another word uh, fitting along in that category is anxiety. This kind of trouble is awaiting you every day. There will always be something that you could worry about today. <laughs> don't, don't worry that there won't be something to worry about today. There's going to be something for you to worry about today. <laughs> and the toughest battles that you and I will ever fight will be those in our mind. Not to worry. I like that picture. I believe Norman Rockwell painted the picture and shows this guy. He's got kind of an oval face. He's got freckles on his nose and cheeks, and his mouth is real wide open, and a couple of teeth are missing on the top, and he says, uh, worry? Who, me? <laughs> I believe it was uh, the Lord that wanted us to talk about staying away from worry. Staying away from worry. We can out-talk the devil. The devil can't answer us back. He may show a few pictures. He did that to Jesus. Uh, we're to put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Remember that you cannot out-worry worry. You cannot out-worry worry. You must speak aloud the word of God, and a great thing to do is just sing a song of the Lord. I'm a new creation. I'm a brand new man. Old things are passed away. I'm born again. That's what to rejoice about today, just being born again, being in God's family. More than a conqueror. That's who I am. See, when I sing that, I get a better picture of what I look like through the Word of God. This is the Scripture. Confessing the Scripture is telling it like it really is. And the more I talk and keep on the offense, in other words, if I keep the floor, <laughs> I keep talking, then the less the devil can talk. I know one night a pastor friend of mine invited me to his church. And he's a good friend of mine, and he does a lot of talking. And, and uh, so uh, he got up, introduced me to his church. He said, Brother David is a wonderful man. He said, I just love to be with him and hear him talk. And then he introduced me, and I got up, and I said, well, I don't know when I get to talk, because when I'm with him, well, he does all the talking. And, of course, the congregation knows him so well, and they all just hee-hawed. <laughs> Isaiah 61, and part of the verse 3 says, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. That means a good word. Here, depression or discouragement is a spirit. It is a direct diabolic attack of the enemy against you in your mind area to, to destroy you. The thought in the Hebrew sense is to put out the fire or grow dull, to make you grow dull or put out the fire of your life. Someone has suggested that Satan pays a personal visit to every Christian once a year. Whether or not he comes in person or sends emissaries, we know that if he can get us discouraged, depressed, heavy-hearted, then he has us obeying him instead of obeying God. But what are we going to do? 
We're going to put on the garment of praise, begin to sing praises to God today. This is the day the Lord hath made. Rejoice before the Lord. Uh, you say, well, that seemed like I'm just putting on. That's what we said. Put on the garment of praise. That is a put on. You put on the garment of praise. Uh, you're not emotionally moved into it from a standpoint that joy overwhelms you. That's fine to do it when you are in joy, but we're talking about doing it in faith. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. So rejoice before the Lord. It is a time to reverse what your senses are trying to tell you. Don't go by your feelings or by your head, but uh, go by the Lord. Put on the garment of praise. Chase away the spirit of heaviness. Put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Lift up your voice to God. Praise with the spirit and with understanding. Oh, magnify the Lord. You've been listening to The Hour of Anointing. To order David Ingalls' products, including music CDs and downloads, soundtracks and songbooks, call us toll-free at 1-877-34-RADIO or visit us online at diministries.org. And while you're there, check out audio archives of past programs, including today's broadcast. Our mailing address is David Ingalls Ministries, P.O. Box 1924, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74101. When writing, please include an offering for Radio Time along with the call letters of this station. Tune in weekdays at this same time for the Hour of Anointing with David Ingalls. Let's go.